The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is a WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. Right now that time, 8.32, you're tuned to WGNS again on this Friday morning, today the 9th of December. And now changing the pace just a little bit this morning, we're going to talk about the Bethlehem Marketplace and Pastor Joe Vinson is with us this morning. So let's start with you. Now, first of all, was the Bethlehem Marketplace, or rather I should say, did it take place during covid well, good morning. And no, uh, unfortunately, we were not able to uh, conduct the marketplace for the last two years. So we're really excited to be back. And uh, also with you this morning, your daughter, Molly Kate Vinson, and also Gary Young to talk more about the marketplace. So who wants to start first and kind of explaining what occurs at this annual Bethlehem Marketplace event? I guess I'll jump in with that. Uh, Bethlehem Marketplace is, uh, we try to recreate what the streets of Bethlehem might have looked like the day after Jesus' birth. And so we transform our gymnasium into uh, the streets of Bethlehem. We've got a bunch of sawdust that's down on the ground to cover the floor. We've got uh, drapes to cover the ceiling so it doesn't look modern. And uh, we've got just different booths set up so that as people come through, uh, they encounter individuals that are, are dressed in costumes. And uh, we've got lots of stuff to sell, although nothing's really for sale. But, you know, they'll try to sell you baskets and a camel, uh, sheep, uh, just all kinds of things they're trying to sell you as you go through. So you get to interact with the, uh, the townspeople, so to speak, as you're going through. But then the main, the most important thing is the manger there at the end with Mary Joseph and the baby Jesus. And Bethlehem Marketplace is at Southeast Baptist Church, which is at 708 Minerva Drive here in Murfreesboro. So I'm, I'm curious, how did you go about deciding, well, you know, here's what we're going to do. We're going to lay it out like this. Folks will first come in. They will actually walk through a, a working marketplace that looks like a, a real marketplace, like you were saying, stuff for sale. How did you go about deciding how everything would be laid out? Well, uh, actually, it's got a lot more history. This is our 38th presentation. I've only been a part of it for 27 years, but uh, so it had a it had a history before I even came to Southeast, and it's kind of been a work in process. I, I can't speak to how they originally started it because, I, like I said, I wasn't there. But I know over the years, uh, it, it we've kind of modified and made some changes, try to make it more efficient for people to get in and through, and and maybe even changing some things around. Around. Uh, this year we've got a forge that we've never had before so it, it, we just kind of it's an ongoing process every year we try to make it a little better next year and, and so for those who let's say ha have been to Israel before and have seen the current marketplace in today's times I think they'll be able to relate to the Bethlehem marketplace at Southeast Baptist with all the action with all the people walking around trying to sell goods that's kind of how it still is today 
we're we're hoping it's as accurate as can be. Um, I, we know it's not completely accurate compared to what it would be like the day the, the uh, during Jesus' time. But we've done a lot of research and we've we've tried our best to with what we have available to make it realistic. And so, Gary, what what's your role in the Bethlehem marketplace this year? Well, basically, uh, each year, you know, there was a plenty of opportunities for our church family to fill in various roles. Uh, this year, I'm actually going to be driving a uh, shuttle bus for some off-site parking over to the church. Uh, as you can imagine, with the uh, number of folks that come through Marketplace, we uh, do not have enough parking on site, so we park off-site and transport people back and forth. Now, thousands of people attend the Bethlehem Marketplace display at Southeast Baptist. How many do you think have gone through over the years, or do you have a number? Well, basically every year uh, we're averaging about 6,000 people per year. So if you go back and use that number times 38, we're looking at probably around 240,000 that's come there over the the life of the uh, event. That, that, that's exciting, I'm sure, for your church to go back and look at. It's very exciting considering the size of our church and all and and uh, the way our church members and family come together to put this event on every year. It is exciting. Uh, people come through there and we kind of look at it as a uh, life-changing event for a lot of people. Uh, you know, it's a reminder of the real reason for the Christmas season. And we do see people come through there, and uh, hopefully their heart has uh, been touched and changed as a result of passing through. And live animals are actually a part of the marketplace. I don't think we, I don't think people would allow us to do it if there weren't at least the camels there. I mean, that is one that we have, we'll have sheep, goats, uh, camels, donkeys, uh, and I think that's one of the big attractions I know for a lot of people. Uh, but what's really what's really cool, what's really amazing, is hearing some of the stories. Uh, one year there was a mom and little boy, probably about five, maybe six years old, and they were turning to leave the manger scene, uh, getting ready to exit marketplace. And the mom was like, you know, you know, what was the most exciting thing? And he really liked the camels, and and she said. But you know the real reason that we're here, right? And he looked at her and went, "It's about Jesus, Mom." Duh, <laughs> you know. And so, although the, you know they do love the animals and the interaction, um, uh, we we do our best, and we feel like people really recognize that the, the real purpose behind this is to point them to Jesus. And the Bethlehem Marketplace event is totally free. And again, it's at Southeast Baptist Church, and it'll start tomorrow, Saturday, and then also run on Sunday. And what times of the day can folks visit it? It's officially noon to five on both days. Uh, we try to go start a little early and we always go a little late because if you got there at 445, we're not going to kick you out. Uh, but the main time is noon to, noon to five. And again, totally free, which I guess is one yes. of the uh, highlights for a lot of people out there because there's not a lot of free stuff anymore, especially events. 
Absolutely. Uh, we have never charged for it. Uh, it is a ministry of the church. Uh, but again, the, the, uh, our, we do that because we want to give back to the community, but also uh, we have an opportunity to share, uh, as Gary said, the, the meaning of Christmas, and that's the birth of Jesus Christ. Again, Pastor Joe Vinson with Southeast Baptist Church talking more about the Bethlehem Marketplace, which is this weekend, Saturday and Sunday at 708 Minerva Drive. And as we close this morning, any anything that you want to highlight about this event? I don't, you know, I'm gonna let Molly chime in here. She's been doing this. This is uh, she's been doing it since she was born, 27 years, and she has not missed a marketplace. Uh, anything special you would want to tell people that, hey, you need to come to marketplace? Or is there one year maybe that stands out more than another, where something happened, where somebody was just, I guess, overwhelmed with all the sights? Um, I was overwhelmed the first time I got to do the stand in Mary. Um, so when <laughs> the moms don't want to sit with their babies, I get to sit with them. I was, what, 15 or 16 years old, and it was like full circle. I was Jesus the first year, and then, or my first year, and then I got to do Mary and have been stand in Mary since. So that's exciting for me. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this event is this weekend, Saturday and Sunday at Southeast Baptist Church. If somebody wants to learn more information before they head out there, where can they do that? Uh, probably the easiest thing is our church website, sebaptist.org. S is in South, E is in East, baptist.org. And we have a uh, uh, page there that has a lot of information uh we have uh, uh you can find us on facebook at molly you're better at that than i am um it's a facebook page it's southeast i'm sorry bethlehem marketplace um there's a picture of mary and joseph and a picture of all of us sitting here now um so you know what you're looking for <laughs> and then gary where do people park well basically uh if there's not enough parking at the church site uh, this year, uh, you'll be parking about one mile from the campus down at uh, Olive Branch Olive Branch Church, which is right at the end of Minerva Drive, and we'll be transporting people up to the uh, main facility. Sounds good. Again, with us this morning, Pastor Joe Vinson, Molly Kate Vinson, and also Gary Young, all from Southeast Baptist Church here in Murfreesboro on Minerva Drive, and that is home to Bethlehem Marketplace that is going to be Saturday and Sunday. Well, thank you both, or thank you all for joining us this morning. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Time right now, 842. Going to take a short break, and then when we come back, we will update you on the upcoming Murfreesboro Christmas Parade, which is going to be this Sunday. And also, we're going to hear from Sunshine Nutrition Center in just a little while, so we'll do that as well. Time again right now, 842. When should you take a tour of Adams Place? Well, I don't think it's ever too early. I drive by here, and I kept thinking, now that's where I think I would like to live. We're talking with Carol Johnston. And so I did take a tour, and it's a homey atmosphere. That's what I liked about it. Don't wait too long. I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, located at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. 
Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's a question. What do you want from your electric co-op? An app for easy payment. Solar energy solutions. I just want to talk to a real person when I need help. Energy tips and low rates. Done, 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 done. I want to fly my car to the moon. Uh, Houston, let's talk about electric vehicles. Energy service life. That's Middle Tennessee Electric. We're here to get done what matters most to you. Learn more at mte.com. We'll see a few spotty rain showers here early this afternoon. A cloudy skies high in the mid-60s. Northwest winds around 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 56. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Right now that time, 8.44, and now we're going to be talking with the Murfreesboro Parks and Rec Department. Rachel Singer, we'll start with you. And I, I guess the big thing going on that parks are doing right now is getting ready for the Murfreesboro Christmas Parade, which is this Sunday, right? It is. It is. We're so, excited. Tell us more about this year's parade, the theme, and how many entries are there? Okay, so uh, yeah, we're we're coming down to the wire, and um, everything is is in line, and so we're just um, excited to have all of our participants that are going to be in the parade and our spectators out there. We have about 160 um, participants, like floats and and walking groups, dance groups, uh, antique auto, uh, signed up right now, and then of course we have all of our area bands that are going to be with us, uh, dignitaries, and then our grand marshals, our Bart and Leanne Walker. I've heard those names before. I bet you have. (laughs) I bet you have. We're we're super excited they're going to be with us in this capacity. And uh, how do folks go about getting their float ready on the day of the parade? Because I know usually you have a lot of people show up early and they're putting those finishing touches on. What should they be doing? What time should they be getting there if they're in the parade? Right. So the parade starts at 2, if we work a little backwards there. Um, if they are a registered participant, um, they are going to check in at the Rutherford Boulevard parking lot. It's an MTSU parking lot uh, directly across from Alumni Drive. They're going to go in there and put on their finishing touches if they need to, um, get ready uh, to head across the street. So at that time, they will check in with us and um, when they're when they're set they're going to go across and, and line up so the timeline there um, is you know they can they can check in as early as nine o'clock um, and then we ask that everybody is in place by one o'clock and then the parade route it starts right on east main kind of in front of i guess the president of mtsu's home and then Tell us more about where it goes from there. It does. It's going to go straight down uh, our lovely Main Street. And, uh, you know, people line the main the, the street and then uh, it'll go around the square and end at Walnut Street. So there's plenty of places for people to fill in and uh, view the parade. We are going to have City TV uh, present and they will be bringing it to us live. And they are set up right in front of Central School. Um, so... 
you know, they'll, they'll have the cameras on. Um, we'll have Michael Lynn and Larry there commentating and, uh, you know, bringing us all the information on the floats. This year we're, we're doing our best to gather all the information from people um, on their floats. And that could be, you know, how many hours they put into it, um, how they built their float, why they, you know, chose the theme that they chose and stuff. So we're trying to kind of bring that to light um, through our commentating. And again, the parade theme this year, Christmas through the years, and the parade will be this Sunday starting at 2 o'clock on East Main. And as far as spectators go, I know they literally line all of the streets of downtown Murfreesboro, it seems like, but specifically East Main and around the square. Right. Uh, where is the best place for them to actually be? I mean, any place along there, uh, they're going to have a, a good view of it. I would encourage them to get there early uh, to get a good spot. I know it does get crowded in there. Just want to remind people that are going to be spectators this year um, is to please be careful, especially when you have kids. Uh, you know, we tell the participants to go, um, not throw their candy, but hand it out. And uh, I know the kids get really excited and want to run into the street. And we just want to keep safety uh, at you know the, the top of the, the list there. So if parents can make sure they've got their kiddos with them and the candy will get to them. And Susan Hicks also with us from Murfreesboro Parks and Rec. So what are, uh, I guess, what are you going to be doing on Sunday for the parade? <laughs> well, I have a few responsibilities, but my biggest ones will be um, helping with the judging and the bands for this year. And the judging is something, you, of course, it's done every year, but you go about deciding which floats are the best entries, which uh, walking groups do the best maybe performance, but how many different categories are there for those different awards? There are five different categories. Um, we have the best vehicle, best walking entry, best float for business and industry, um, best float for church and school, best float for civic social group and scout, and then of course the sixth and uh, most Fascinating one is the best of show, the Mayor's Cup. Okay, so these awards are then given, uh, I guess, as tradition has it, in the start of the parade. That way, whoever is the winner of these uh, prizes or the awards, they can walk the parade route with their with their trophy or with their banner. Yes, they'll all be receiving a banner that they'll walk with, and it'll be in the front of their entry. And again, the parade is going to be this Sunday. It'll go down East Main and around the square, and it starts right around East Main and Middle Tennessee Boulevard. And two o'clock again is that start time. And again, what time for those who are in the parade should they start lining up? They can start check-in as early as nine o'clock. And we just ask that they're there, um, you know, by one, but that would be really cutting it close. So that, that'd be kind of pushing <laughs> it. It would, it would. <laughs> and again, everything from uh, local bands, local uh, school bands, are in the parade. I believe you even have, even have horses, then you have uh, antique cars in the parade, but just a, a huge variety of entries. We do. Um, it's it's always neat to see what people bring out and, and their creativity. This year, uh, Susan's been working really hard with our bands, and we've we've got a, a new initiative uh, for our, our area bands. Do you want to talk about that, Susan? Yes, we have um, the Parade Grand Champions uh, is the new contest for all of our local bands. So they're going to be judged on uh, neatness and difficulty of their 
performance and overall appearance and creativity. And the winner will receive a trophy that will be passed around every year to the different band. So it'll be a, a traveling trophy. And they'll get an interview with City TV with Michael Lynn, and she'll go to the school and present the award, and they'll get a little spot for Arts Break. Cool. And again, all of this is about the upcoming parade on Sunday at 2 o'clock right here in Murfreesboro. And once more, the theme, Christmas Through the Years. Susan Hicks and Rachel Singer with us this morning from Murfreesboro Parks and Rec. Anything I left off? No, come out and have fun. It's going to be a lot of fun, yes. Weather being nice will be a a big plus for sure. It will. I told Bart he's in charge of that. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Ty, right now, 8.52. When we come back, we'll be talking with Sunshine Nutrition, so make sure you stay with us. Again, time, 8.52, and you're tuned to WGNS. Join me, America's career coach Ken Coleman, weekdays live at noon here on News Radio WGNS for practical advice to help you discover the work you were born to do. Your good health, that's what we're talking about this morning. Kim Dunaway is with us from Sunshine Nutrition Center. Good morning, Kim. Good morning. Great to have you with us today. You can't turn on the news without hearing how full the hospitals are with people suffering from flu and COVID and all of these things. Is there anything we can do to reduce our risk of getting some of these problems? Absolutely. I always feel like prevention is the best cure. So we're going to be looking at things that are naturally antiviral. You know, during the COVID years, which we're kind of still in the COVID years, but, you know, people talked about, you know, let's do a lot of vitamin D, let's do vitamin C, let's do zinc. And all those things are great because all of those things help to boost your immune system. But when we talk about viruses in general, I'm always a big fan, as I was back then, about taking things that are naturally designed to combat viruses. So oregano is a very excellent choice. Olive leaf grapefruit seed extract, some combination of those. We have a good garlic formula that I've always liked for years that has oregano and olive leaf in it with a little bit of C and some mushrooms to help boost the immune system. Those can always be really great. I've had several family members that have come down with different congestion, flu, different different bits of this and that, and I've asked all of them, are you taking vitamin D? And for all of them said no. <laughs> well, I was, but I stopped taking it. And so I've been a big advocate because I've had a couple customers that way too. Stay on your vitamin D. Like nobody told you to stop taking your vitamin D. Maybe you're, you know, maybe, maybe your doctor did. If your doctor did stop. But for the most part, people were just like, well, COVID's over. So I'm going to stop doing this. Vitamin D was something that, that we were heavily recommending way before COVID was around. And we're still going to recommend, you know, whether it sticks around or not. Vitamin D is very important for your immune system. Probiotics are very important for your immune system. A lot lot of your of your immune system is built in your gut and a lot of us don't have great guts our digestion is terrible and we need the probiotics to help with our immune system a lot of times people think about probiotics they think about it for your digestion and your immune system is really the biggest place where probiotics are going to make a big impact all of that other stuff can happen yes but still very important so recapping vitamin d probiotics prevention oregano olive leaf even colloidal silver taken on a maintenance dose or grapefruit seed extract are all good things that you can do that are specifically designed to combat viruses i'm going to throw one more thing in there we have a nasal spray called cofix rx 
It is a iodine nasal spray that is designed to kill viruses, bacteria up to eight hours. So at first, I was recommending that people use it if they travel, if they're going to go in places with large crowds. These days, I might recommend you just use it. <laughs> if you're going to the grocery store, you're going to pick up your kids. I mean, it's everywhere. And so that can also be a great way to combat these things. So if you are wanting to strengthen the immune system, which is sounds like the big thing to do right now, is there enough vitamin D in your daily vitamin supplements or do you need to have an extra push? Well, it certainly depends on your multi. Most multis these days have a thousand because as the vitamin D requirements have increased, they've gone from what used to be two or 400 IUs in a vitamin D supplement or 10 micrograms because they've gone to micrograms now to 25 micrograms or a thousand IUs. But that still may not be enough because in the height of COVID, in the middle of the summer, we're all getting sun. They were recommending four, five, six thousand IUs of that a day or 125 micrograms of D3 a day. So it's here we are in the wintertime, a thousand IUs probably is not enough. You probably mm -hmm. want to take at least 2000, uh, which would be 20 um, which would be 50 micrograms of, of D3 or upwards of four or 5,000 a day. I also recommend taking your D3 with K2 because that is going to help the absorption of the D3 because the last thing we want to do is to be taking something and then not getting the full benefit of it. So a D3 K2 combo is excellent. Those will usually have 125 micrograms of D3 or again, 5,000 IUs if we're going by the old standard and then usually somewhere between 45 and 90 micrograms of K2, which is going to be an excellent combination to help with that absorption. It also can help with bone health and other things that are not necessarily related to the immune system. But I think that's a really important combination for people to, to flock to if they've just been doing the D before, take the combo with the K2. Now, you've talked about some garlic leaves. I have consistently taken what's called sociable garlic. And it is, is that going to help or is there something else that I need to take with that? Yeah, I take garlic a lot also, a lot of times throughout the year and, and in the winter. And I think that's probably one of the reasons that I oftentimes don't get sick. Or if I do come down with something, it's gone very quickly, you know. So, yeah, I'm a big advocate of garlic. You know, I love the Kyolic brand because that's a sociable aged garlic, has a high level of activity without having to worry about smelling like garlic. And so you can take it by itself or you can take it in combination with some of the nutrients that I talked about before. Because Kyolic, I like they have a lot of different formulas. And so then, of course, you're still going to get those same great benefits of garlic and helping with your blood pressure and helping with cholesterol, you know, in addition to the immune system. Okay. Anything else that we should add to our vitamins or any of the supplements we're taking right now? So, you know, elderberry is always a great option as well, too. It's something that can be taken as a preventative measure or in bigger amounts for if you get sick. That's something that works really well with kids because oftentimes you can get the kids to do elderberry syrup or elderberry gummies in some form or fashion. Maybe a little bit harder to get them to take garlic. <laughs> <laughs> so these are things you need to be thinking about. And Sunshine Nutrition Center can help you. Where are you located? We have two locations here in Rutherford County, 901 Rock Springs Road in Smyrna, and then here in Murfreesboro, 621 South Church Street. Don't be a victim. Go over to Sunshine Nutrition Center and let them help you make it through the cold and flu season. Kim Dunaway is there to help you. Kim, thanks for joining us.
Good morning, dense fog out here. Give yourself extra time. It's running a little bit slow sometimes. 24 westbound and through the Hickory Hollow area as you continue to leave uh, Rutherford County headed towards Davidson. Radar out here this morning in Wilson County, especially as you leave uh, Rutherford County on 840 getting into Wilson County. Hey, Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies is hiring. Log on to Ripley's.com for more details. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We'll see a few spotty rain showers here early this afternoon. A cloudy skies high in the mid-60s. Northwest winds around 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 56. The Good Neighbor Network, WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna, flagship station for MTSU Sports, Courthouse Clock Time, 9 o'clock.